the sweet sounds of Wednesday, hump day. The humpiest of days. March 21st. Yes. 2018, Talking Trends. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? How's your Wednesday going? You banging? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Straight out the gate, that's how we do it. It's Wednesday a, banging day. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Talking Trends. We do this Monday to Friday. And, again, for those tuning in for the first time, uh, myself and Tony take news articles from around the globe, and we bring them to the comforts of your home, and we talk about them, and we love to hear your thoughts and opinions on such stories. Mm-hmm. And today, yep. with no exception, we have a good friend of the show, friend yeah. of mine. <laughs> friend of ours? Friend of ours. Give me my mug shot. There we yeah, go. Is. Mr. Lee <laughs> Frazier, how you doing, sir? It's good, man. Good. Good. Good to welcome, have you here. Welcome, yeah, welcome. Thanks, man. I end up being in the city and uh, gave you a text message yesterday. I said, you know, I think I'm going to come in early. And, and I was like, I got you. I yeah, got you. Got uh, you for those who don't know, Lee Frazier uh, has been promoting, DJing. Mm-hmm. Making love to ladies for, for quite some time in, in Nova Scotia. I'm just kidding. Hello. <laughs> now you know what kind of show you're on. You didn't know before. Just kidding. You know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's been doing his thing in the, the city in uh, the electronic house scene for quite some time. Yep. Um, yep. Did DJOs back in the day. Yeah, That's how I met you is through competing DJOs. This is mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, did his thing. Definitely, I think. Yeah, you won that one. You uh, yeah. got a couple titles under your belt. Uh, got a couple productions under your belt. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Runs a interesting business. Uh, live living in the tent. The tent well, I don't life. Live in tent tent, life. Yeah, live life in tents. Yeah, I like it. Was it. An adventure tours and business we kicked up in Cape Breton two nice. years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. Do you want me to go into that? Or Keep what? going. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Tell people what it is. <laughs> Tell people who you be, baby. Yeah. Who you so be. essentially, uh, I ran, as TK said, I was in the city DJing and uh, running a event management business called After Dark Entertainment uh, yep. for a few years. Yeah, for a few years here. Yep. And uh, yeah, so uh, I kind of uh, decided to move home for the summer or for the winter. Well, summer, winter, pretty much the whole year, I guess. Yep. And. Uh, uh, I had friends down and uh, there was an opportunity where tourism was on the upswing and we had done a lot of venture tourism stuff when we were kids so uh, we jumped on it and started out basically it was a trip planning uh, kind of like a travel agent for venture tourism. We developed a network of, of operators around the trail, utilized them to plan people's uh, excuse me adventures around the trail. Uh, that kind of evolved into doing uh, river tours and working with local resorts. Um, and uh, this year we're developing like a hostel on the Cabot Trail, like a camping, glamping hostel, sort of a multi-use center nice, space. Nice. So, yeah, we do that. And then uh, with a couple of my friends that do our, our tour operators, we started obviously a podcast in that uh, called Pogi Chips, where mostly everybody was on unemployment for the winter so we were eating a lot of chips and we decided to do something hilarious i like it i like it we uh, challenge each other to weekly challenges so you can check us out on instagram at pokey chips podcast and itunes google play or google play is it google play it's google play yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we're all up on that uh we do mostly everything through instagram but yeah so we're we're building you know followers everybody's getting comfortable and we're currently in a push-up max push-up challenge for the week crazy challenge man (laughs) yeah i'm getting smoked by like 1500 (laughs) and my buddy's almost at 5k right now so holy god yeah we're we're all currently doing speaking of push-up challenge we're doing a push-up challenge on the show as well so anytime uh tony or myself say uh a curse word not as crazy as you guys we, no. just do, we just do 10 push-ups no. for swear words. The so, ladies' version. Yeah, yeah. We, we do the very the, the, the faux pas version of uh, the push-up yep. challenge. But uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the show, and you might be wondering what the hell we're going to be talking about. 
We're going to tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, Tony's crazy infatuation with uh, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline <laughs> continues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin I ain't gonna lie. Kevin Federline, uh, quite possibly uh, Jesus when it comes to winning these court cases and uh, getting child support for for the male side of when these battles happen. He is my hero, uh, especially for for celebrities. Uh, so Tony's going to talk about that. Yep. I'm going to talk about a really odd situation that happened uh, in the states where a 12 year old girl got pummeled by a deputy. And repeatedly punched in the face. Crazy. Wow. This story is insane. It makes no sense. No. Um, and Tony's going to talk about some travel tips. You know I like my list. <laughs> you know I like my list. He loves his list. If you're a cruise ship person, you got to listen to um, my list today. And then finally wrapping up today, uh, pretty sad story. I apologize. I got all the bad stories, but these ones were actually trending today. Uh, this lady who killed her children mm. uh, in spite of when she was getting a divorce. She found out her husband was divorcing her. She took her kids' life because she didn't want her husband to have the kids Praise as he was wow. applying for sad, custody. Sad, sad story. Unbelievable. Uh, this, some of the the news stories you hear, and I mean, I say it every year. I'm like, yeah. how is la how is this year gonna like yep. blow my mind yeah. from from last year? And I yeah. mean, every year it just <laughs> always something it doesn't fail. It eh? doesn't oh, fail. I, unfortunately, I, it does not fail. Uh, so Humanity continues to disappoint us constantly. It does, and yeah, yeah. So that is what it is. Without further ado, before we get into the stories, do you want to do the roll call? Uh, I'll do it in a bit. It's still okay. kind of slow for right. me right it's now. It's fair. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, first up. Kevin Federline. My boy. Britney Spears. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> this guy is on the gravy train from heaven, baby. I love it. This guy, of course, uh, Kevin Federline, if you don't know who he is, was married to uh, Britney Spears back in the day. And they had, uh, uh, I think, one kid uh, together. Oh, no. Sorry. Two, I believe. Anyway, he's been getting child support, of course, from uh, Britney, who was the big breadwinner. Uh, he's not happy with what he's been getting. He's been getting reportedly since they've been uh, separated, uh, divorced, I should say, 20 grand a month. Okay. To take care of their two wow. sons. That's a nice little payday for Mr. Wow. Kevin, considering his starting career was a background, uh, background <laughs> dancer for Britney Spears. So uh, go from background dancer, and now he's, he's, this guy's living life. Every time you see him, he's on a golf course. He's wherever the heck he is. 20 large a month to take care of two kids. And not full time, by the way, because he's over at uh, the kids go to her house all the time, of course. Right. Uh, he's asking for more money. He's claiming that since she's making more money now, she just came off a huge Vegas residency for four years, mm -hmm. reportedly made $136 million from that residency, which is, that's crazy not money, too, man. Just for a four-year period of time. That's a gross Incredible. Move. That's like a, like an athletic uh, contract. That's like the LeBron James of, uh, of uh, the pop world there. Right. So anyway, since uh, she's making more money, he wants more money. Uh, his uh, his lawyer uh, went to them and said, "Listen, we want to get more money. She's obviously reporting a lot more income now than she was before." And I remember, like I was saying to you earlier, like eight ten years ago, she was getting about eight hundred thousand dollars a month from her royalties and all these different sources and touring and all that stuff, which ain't too shabby. It's right? Okay. It's okay. She's doing okay. It's not bad. Uh, but now that she's uh, into the uh, the Vegas money, the hundreds of millions, he wants more. Uh, they reportedly, uh, Britney Spears and their attorney had put forth a proposal to Kevin and his attorney saying, okay, we'll up it to this amount. They don't disclose how much that is. And they rejected it. So it was more than 20000 obviously, than what they submitted. So listen, okay, we'll up it to this. And they said, no, 
So obviously, whatever they're asking must be astronomical numbers. Mm. I think we were talking about Nas's numbers earlier. He pays crazy child support. Yeah, the last time I, I read the Nas and Khalees thing, it yeah. w- was upwards of fifty to sixty thousand dollars a month. A month. And yeah, per month. <laughs> what do you got? Kids made of gold. Like, I just don't understand made? where these guys like uh, get the, the these astronaut. Like, what does it take to? Yeah. To take care of a child. I mean, you have people in worse situations yep. and who are still able to survive off of, you know, food stamps and, and what have you and, yeah. and still able to raise children. And then you have you hear about these these cases where, yeah, I mean, they're they're used to a custom like a certain living. But I mean, come on, 60 grand a month. Isn't uh, isn't child support based off the the like household income from the time you guys were together as opposed to what's made after the fact? That's what we were trying to figure out today. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier because I think it's what it's based on. I didn't think that after the fact, if you guys are divorced, whatever she makes above and beyond yeah. that, that shouldn't factor in to when they were married. That's the time you're basing it on. Exactly. You're basing off that same lifestyle that you lived mm, not while you guys were, right. were together. And think about it. How much, how much more of a lavish lifestyle can you get into? Even if she's making more money. Like, man, these kids are living like like... You know, the best life in the world. How much more do you... You get 20 grand a month, man. It's not enough for him. He's saying that they're accustomed to a certain lifestyle and because she's making more more money that she would be upping their lifestyle. Therefore, he has to keep up with the lifestyle that she's providing him to be on an even playing field. So, whatever the heck that means. This is like first world problems, like celebrity problems. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Give a person an inch. And I'm here not trying to spend six. And they'll take (laughs) $20,000. What the... Uh, so they're married for three years. Uh, they have two boys, 12 and 11 years old. Uh, right oh, now. so that gravy train's coming to uh, to an end soon. Dude, <laughs> that's, maybe that's why he's trying to get it right now. That's why right? Kevin's just like, wait a minute, there's only six more years left on one of them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, P.S., it's not the only kids that Kevin has. Kevin has a total of six children with two other women, I believe. So, are listen. backup dancers, like, are, are they in? Have they Were they in? Um, are they the thing? <laughs> I don't know if they were the thing. It wasn't like Christina Aguilera was dating one. and it was Like it was, Madonna? It was a thing from J-Lo. J-Lo, with too. With that Casper guy. So I guess maybe it was a thing at one point. Hey but you got to watch out because if you marry them and you have kids, they're going to come after you for the big mamu. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how this unfolds. You know how I like to stay on top of Britney Spears, uh, the Britney Spears story. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. And uh, you can say that in church. You can. It's a gray area. And That's a very hard <laughs> one to, Listen, to say. Don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. No, nothing has been reached yet as far we'll as uh, we'll as far as what they way. agree upon. But I mean, I'm telling you, when that number comes out, I think it's going to be probably it's going to be getting to the, those Nas numbers, man. It's going to be up in that fifty, sixty thousand, maybe even more range. It got, uh, I mean, it got to be because we I was trying to compare and, like not no diss to Nas whatsoever. No, no, of course not. But I mean, it's kind of like I don't I don't he, know how. I think we were talking about it. Honestly, it has to be a combination of. Who the hell your lawyer is? Yeah. Who your judge is? Yeah. Uh, who you are as a person? Does race fall into it? And clearly gender. So it's. I think it's a, 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 a bunch of a combination of a, a lot of uh, attributes. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think Britney Spears got a better lawyer than Nas does, unfortunately. And um, I'd say. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. But uh, and this thing, but is she just she's gonna go on a big? And the other thing is too, she just signed out to have a big tour. She's going to be doing, she's possibly doing another residency. So based on all this why wouldn't future you do another, massive income. Why would you not do another residency after after four years making over $100 million? Wow. That's key for these celebrities That's right now. Insane. They cash in on these residencies right now. You don't got to travel anywhere. Dude, you ain't got to go nowhere. You live in a suite. 
you know, you're not far from L.A., so she lives in L.A. You can easily fly back over, what, 45, 50 oh, minutes, I you're back in yeah, L.A. Like that, yeah. She's got a private jet. She don't care, man. She's living the life. <laughs> and apparently amazing. Kevin is too. Um, uh, so that's what's up. So be careful. I'd say. Watch wow. out. Yeah, Watch no, out. No, shouts out to the Kevins out there. <laughs> of the world. <laughs> of the world. Hold it down. Kevin Federline. Uh, this story is a weird one, ladies and gentlemen. Strap on your booties because. So strange. This makes absolutely no sense. So a 12-year-old started playing with a dog. And a deputy punched her in the face. <laughs> I can't uh, make fill, it fill up. Fill in the blanks, <clears throat> I cannot make this up, ladies. Fill in the blanks a little bit there. <laughs> now, was there any, uh, any any cursing, any swearing? Was there any uh, backlash? What's going on? We'll get to that. Not so that we can report. Let me paint the picture for you, ladies Please and gentlemen. Do, yes. uh, gentlemen of the board. Um, it began at Oakwood Barbecue in Austin, Texas, and it ended with a 12-year-old girl in the hospital and a sheriff's deputy in handcuffs. It was shortly after before 8 p.m. on March 3rd when a sheriff's deputy, Jack Danforth Jr., was sitting back at the restaurant with his daughter and her boyfriend while a 12-year-old girl and a small dog were running near them. Mm. Cool. Whatever. I'm not sure what a dog's doing in an establishment. <laughs> I'm down yet. But that's not what, the, what we're talking about. <clears throat> so the deputy picked up the dog, petted it before putting it back down. No problems. But when the 12-year-old girl began playing with the dog, the deputy allegedly jumped from his seat tackled the girl and began <laughs> punching her in the face. <laughs> I can't make wow. this up. Okay, there's no, there's no explanation why. Um, so, quote unquote, I seen him on top of her. He was hammer fisting her like, a U, like UFC style, you know, with the closed Good fist Lord, and literally man. just like, Jesus. Right? Like that. Uh, Russell Cope, that, that was the victim stepdad said, um, witnesses surrounded the man, tried to pull him off the girl. Um, Cope, who was delivering wood at the time, punched the man twice in the face, had no effect. According to the affidavit, he oh. said, I was punching him and it wasn't even phasing him. It was going to do absolutely nothing. So he pulled back his foot, clocked the deputy with his steel toe boot. Oh, it just sounds insane. Right. Um, and then eventually he knocked him out cold. Uh, police came and rested Danforth after a brief struggle. Uh, quote unquote, I was shocked because I knew he was a detective and I thought they were held to higher standards. Yeah. Then there was no way that would have happened, especially to a 12-year-old girl. The restaurant's manager said uh, nobody has any idea. There was no reasoning and no logical explanation. So the girl's family said that they had never met the deputy before. Officers noted that the officer had a strong scent of alcohol on him Hello. when they arrested him. And he told his daughter that he had been drinking. Uh, the girl was eventually taken to the hospital, treated for abrasions, bruises, and pulled muscles. Um... She thought she was going to die, quote unquote, during the attack. I mean, I probably would too if I was yeah. a 12 year old girl getting pummeled by a full grown man. Um, Williamson County Sheriff uh, Robert Cody apologized on Twitter for the deputy's action shortly after the incident, saying it was a tough choice, but the right call. Really, it was a tough choice. Jeez, really? Wow. It was a it was a tough choice to do that, to arrest him. <laughs> He was punching a girl, a 12-year-old child in the face, and it was a tough choice. Okay. Um, 
And it was funny. It, uh, it was a right call for, for the police during the arrest. Um, the Williamson County demands professionalism and not cops <laughs> punching girls in faces. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Danford have been charged with public intoxication, uh, resisting arrest, and injury to a child. He, of course, bonded out of jail and agreed to a psychological evaluation. Uh, Sheriff Robert uh, Cody fired the deputy and said there's a price to pay for reflecting negatively on the department, he told the paper. Wow. So I think he was more the deputy, like the higher up, the guy who fired this this man was. He seemed to be more concerned with how his department, so the optics, were, look, department. were, were yeah, looking yeah, instead totally. of like the the the, the severity of the case yeah. of what happened. He's like, oh man, this looks bad. Not yeah. the fact that he damage control potentially could have killed this girl. Uh, what happened to him for his job? Is he gone? I think he's fired. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But it must have been a boiling point. That's where, he, I mean, he must have been stressed out, booze involved, yeah. a few other things, and all of a sudden, boom, snap. That's, you know what I mean? There's no explanation. That's the thing, and no one knows why. I mean, they only smelled the booze after him, but I mean, I mean, Jesus. Dude, man, even if you're Ooh. drunk, yeah, even if you're drunk, like, that takes a different mentality to jump on a 12-year-old girl and start pummeling her. That's crazy. That's a little bit beyond. There's something underneath there. There's something, something there. Going More on. of that story, that what's going I would have sure. to agree with Lee. Like He probably was dealing with something uh, probably before going to the restaurant or yeah. maybe weeks before, some kind of buildup, and then, I don't know, something just clearly just made him snap, eh? set him off. Man. Or you could go down the other rabbit hole and get conspiracy. Oh. Trigger moments. There's more. Trigger yeah. Things. There's all kinds of stuff you can play with that. I know a few guys that'll probably run with that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I agree. I, agree. I think they're in my block list on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll try to stay up with this. Uh, this a follow up story. on that. I want to see if the develop, something develops there because it seems like there's more to that story. See if something comes from the psychological test. Um, Poor girl. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I don't know what I would do as a, as a father. But she's, a, she's, a, she's okay, though. She's all right. Yeah. All right. Tough girl. Did it say I, what I, injuries? Like just what? bruises, abrasions. Yeah, tough girl, uh, man. Wow. Tough girl. A, a pulled muscle. Apparently, didn't say. Especially with a still developing kid. You know what I mean? With a grown man jumping on top of them. Right. Exactly. Man. Kind of a loss for words. Wow. You imagine. Yeah. All right. Well, it's one of those things. We'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, sh- hopefully everything is. Uh, so it's at a barbecue, y'all. Forget about the barbecue. Man. This guy got some deep issues going on. Oh man. Obviously. Yeah. Um. Up next. Amanda says you guys are always matching. We're not matching today. <laughs> are we matching today? No. If you would have taken your jacket off, we would have had a problem. <laughs> They're two different shades. Well, this, was, is, this is navy. This, this is navy blue. Navy. I this know. Black. It looks a little black in the, in the thing, but. I mean, no. It's a button-up shirt and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda. We just look good. You to- watching the same show? Yeah. <laughs> we just look good together, okay? We look good. <laughs> just kidding. Or am I? Nope. No, I'm not kidding at all. You look good. Okay. You got a little quiet. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Tony, yep. with the travel tips. You know, I like my list, my little weird little list. If you're a cruise, I've never been on a cruise. You've never been. On been. A cruise? No. Well, I worked on boats, but I wouldn't consider them a cruise. Paid paid cruise. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a different type it. of cruise ship. I've never been on a real cruise. Have you been on a real cruise? No, sir. So no cruise, no cruises here. I don't know if you guys are cruises out there. Some things you should know about cruise ships and maybe will make you want to go, mm, I'm not going on any more of those. Uh, there's a few things on there. Number one, cruise ships, all cruise ships have morgues, which makes sense. We were yep. talking about that earlier. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, Someone yeah, keels over. Gonna, we said we'd just throw them overboard, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> just be a little bit more. If we, yeah, we don't want it to be doing that. Uh, overflowing toilets aren't uncommon. 
it, yeah. I guess I guess back, it's, it's back the up. the system that are on boats. It's like a vacuum system, and yeah. if anything gets put in it, um, like sometimes even toilet paper, if it's yeah. like thick toilet paper, it'll plug the whole system up, and then you go. Oh man, it's it's. I've had that happen to me on on boats. And I mean, I can only yeah. imagine. Oh, that's not good. And then all the system, the whole system shuts down. Like oh not just God. one toilet. <laughs> I imagine on these these boats that they would have all compartmentalized in different zones and different areas and right. different systems. So, but yeah. still, I think with the even the capacity of a lot of these ships, it's kind right. of like okay, when you're dealing with 5,000, 10,000 people on the ship, it's kind of like, okay, you got to expect the worst to happen. And you get some really drunk guy putting condoms or God knows what down, and then boom. Yeah. Well, so plugged. They, they flush some weird things <laughs> Everybody's down. going out the windows. The portholes right? are being open, folks. <laughs> people, have been known to, people have known to flush shoes, T-shirts, and even pool noodles down the toilet. Wow. <laughs> what pool noodles. <laughs> Why would you think that was going to go down? You never know what happens. Anyway, uh, next one would be, uh, oh, yes, of course, sewage. We were just talking about this. Your average cruise ship produces between 140,000 and 210,000 gallons of sewage per week. Mm. That's a lot of sewage. Doesn't that just go right in the ocean? Is that what happens? No. 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 They got to store all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, store it. And then when they come to land, that's why only certain sized cruise ships can go into certain ports. There you go. They have to have, they have, to have the proper facilities to unload right. poo. Mm. Do it. Ooh. Uh, cruise, right. cruise ships uh, pollute the environment. Of course, yeah, we know. Yeah, big time. Yeah, <laughs> big time, right? Uh, also, fires and explosions can and have happened. We see cruise ship stories, these nightmare stories all the time in the news where a cruise ship has a fire or something like that. I guess it happens uh, fairly often on these things. Keeping food fresh is tough is the next one. I guess it would be, but I would imagine the facilities on here would be pretty good. I mean, the like refrigeration top, facilities. Top yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All that stuff. I guess it depends on how, much you're, how, how long you're out there for. But uh, What else do we got? Nearly 300 people have fallen overboard on cruise ships and ferries since the year 2000. I believe it. Oh, 100%. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there was a guy that jumped off the Newfoundland ferry, wasn't it? Last year, the year before... Was that the was new it? Oh, no, sorry. It was a Halifax ferry. That's what it was. That was here. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. And man, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, my God. Interesting. Well, yeah. Be careful, people. Don't get too close to the rail. Uh, next would be cruise ships are not exempt from crime. Yeah, we talked. We did mm -hmm. a couple stories about that. We I did one so. they found cameras inside the TVs in the cruise ship. Remember, remember the cabins? Yes. Uh, I can't remember what. Uh, Big Brother is watching, it folks. Yeah. It was. It was. I'm trying to think if it was a Disney Cruise Line. I think it was. A, it might have been. It was. It was in. It was in, in the old TV. It was an old camera that was embedded, in, and it was set up for recordings too. In the bedroom. Wow. Right in front of the bed. And the sad thing was it was a family that was staying in there. So it was little children exactly. in the room itself. That so was the weird part. That was the sad part about that. So and the sad part. Yeah. Uh, pirates. Real life pirates. Yep. That's Africa. A real, real deal, right? Oh, yeah. I've been on boats before. We had water guns, armed guards, all kinds of stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. That's serious. That's serious. You don't get paid any more money. I am the captain now. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, bed bugs and other pests often find their way on board. I guess with that much luggage and clothes and all the stuff Just coming on. Just going right? into it's, different yeah, ports. Disgusting. And, yeah. Rats, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Yep. Jesus. And last but not least, when cruise ships lose power, it also affects the sewage system. So mm -hmm. I guess we were just talking yeah. about that, right? Yeah. So it's all on board. If your power goes down, ooh. Fun fact, though, uh, all the, uh, I guess, organics can be, they usually have composters on there, and they spit them out and fish eat them. Well, that's okay. what we do on our boats. Really? Yeah. That makes okay. sense. That's good. So it's less trash that's going off because you don't need to. They just take all the food and meat and stuff, boom. Nice. Dispose of unit and you could shoot that side. So I'd be on the bottom of the ocean and you'd just see chunks of food. You'd be like, oh, I guess they're dumping all the food today. <laughs> That's Jeez. amazing. <laughs> nice. Man. So, yeah, it's a good thing we had you on here for this segment, see? Yeah. Cruise right. ships. Damn. You might want to think twice. I like it. Yeah. I feel like I just learned a lot there. Let's go on a cruise. No. No. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. No, good. 
Take it my, could be uh, good. I'll, I'll travel by air. All right. Fine. I'm with you. Um, and finally, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. ooh, I don't want to talk about this one, but I got to. Um, so, sad, sad. Sad story up next. Yeah. Uh, mom who killed kids hours after husband filed for divorce. Only light part of the story is sentenced to 120 years. Yes. So a judge has recently sentenced a central Indiana woman to 120 years in prison for fatally stabbing her young children hours after her husband filed for divorce. 31-year-old Branley uh, Worley learned her sentence Monday after she pleaded guilty in January to two counts of murder, killing her son, 7-year-old Tyler, and her daughter, 3-year-old Charlie um, Worley, in November 2016. Uh, Her husband was asleep downstairs at the time at the family's uh, home, about uh, 40 miles northwest of Indianapolis. Uh, Worley gave no statement at at the sentencing, uh, and her attorney said there's no explanation for what she did. That's a first for an attorney. Yeah. I will say that I'm surprised that oh, the, her attorney. The, no, oh. no, no insanity plea. No, nothing. Good on that attorney, just being like, you know what? Yeah, I can't. Right. You, you messed up, and yeah. Um, wow. So court documents have said that Orly to, uh, told police she killed the children because she didn't want her husband to take them. She also was uh, treated for self-inflicted stab wounds uh, to her neck, as I believe she wanted to kill herself as well, but. Uh, she unfortunately did not. Um, she even called 911 moments after the attack. Uh, quote unquote, I just stabbed myself and killed my two children. Jesus, uh, she calmly Jesus said Christ. in the 911 audio, I was tempted to get it, but I was just like, I felt like the story had enough levity yeah. as, it, as it was itself. So I omitted the audio. So when the dispatcher asked uh, what caused her to do that, she simply replied, my husband wanted a divorce and wanted to take my kids and I don't want him to have my kids. And I believe later I, I did a little bit more digging. <clears throat> Very odd. Uh, I was on... Uh, popular website reddit and there is a, a relationship uh subreddit where i believe the husband in this case had posted something a year a couple years ago and was saying he was having uh marriage issues right and this was the this was the story he was basically saying my wife was cheating on on me with my neighbor and he was asking for advice and what should I do? Da, she da, was da. the one cheating. She was the one cheating. She set the ball in motion. Wow. Uh, yeah. And ultimately, uh, I mean, to to this crazy point. Um, so yeah, it was it was kind of eerie to read. Read the, you can only at this point you could only read the replies as yeah. his original posts have been deleted. But right. it was it was crazy to read the the replies and people offering advice and like what you should do. And then I mean the guy there's the top one that was uh, uh, given a lot of upvotes was of course like yeah it's unfortunate but uh, you should divorce her. And then when he does, this is what uh, ultimately happened. Wow. It's, so. it's like a, a severely jealous girl in high school that, or person in high school, not just a girl, yeah. it could be a guy or a girl yeah. that has mental, some sort of mental issues, some yeah. sort of like deep rooted issues that she grows up, doesn't deal with them. And then that's, you know, this is like jealousy and all kinds of stuff. And all then, kinds of emotions mixed up into 
it's just a lot of yeah it's hard to talk about stuff like this no I real think, hard yeah. to talk about no, stuff and like that's, this because it makes people uncomfortable to think about it and think it happening to you or your family or your yeah. kids and all that stuff but yeah. shit like this happens every day man yeah it's, it's crazy yeah i believe i honestly think i don't uh i think everybody's dealing with something if you think they're like the most healthiest looking person i mean you got instagram everybody's posting the best pictures and always, you know, but that, that's the best of life right always but i honestly think uh in my professional opinion yes sir. um but yeah i think we're all co- we're at some point we're all dealing with something well everybody that that's the issue i mean using social media is, forces everybody to almost compare yourself to everybody else even though you think you're not comparing yourself to somebody else subconsciously you're always comparing yourself to somebody Mm, else and that just creates a bad toxic environment you can try as much as possible to not do it but i mean there's great things about social media there's great things that come out of social media but there's a lot of negative things that have you know that's they're even they don't even know yet what all the negative it hasn't been out that long like no. t- yeah true. in relatively it hasn't been out that long for it to be like an like a real like th- thorough study but yeah. clearly it's a thing uh i mean yeah we're, we're con- as humans we are, are constantly just comparing ourselves and to other people Man, i think go. it's just you it's just, down this rabbit hole all day. Yeah, yeah and that's what i mean and then i, I think it, i honestly i think in, if you have the option uh ladies and gentlemen if you have some sort of health care talk to somebody once a week nothing wrong with talking to somebody professionally get, yeah, the, get those problems out there and yeah. not even not even need to discuss your problems just to even have a conversation and then you might stumble upon something you're like oh wow like even that can help, right? I mean, right. like, like Lee was saying, deep-rooted problems from God knows how far yeah. back. Yeah. It's always there. If you don't talk to somebody, get these things out and work through them slowly, you'd be surprised how these things that, you know, something that happens, at, you know, when you're seven years old affects your entire life. Oh, exactly. To present right. date, right? And if you don't deal with them or even talk about them even to somebody at some point, it can it can unfortunately result in situations like this. Yeah, it's also doing uh, a good practice. And, I mean, I picked this up years ago. I took, like, two years I was looking for uh, uh, increase in productivity. I was looking for stream flowing, mm-hmm. stream flowing everything and, and flow states and all this stuff. But in through that, uh, using a journal and just by writing down stuff that affects you enables you to just get ahead of it a little bit more. And maybe next time you'll be able to verbalize it with somebody else. Exactly. I mean, there's tons of times I write. I've got like two books now that I've written every morning. I get up and write stuff and it could just be gibberish. Like yep. half the times I don't remember what it is, but then sometimes it's real deep rooted stuff, yep. stuff I'm feeling, stuff I'm not. And I'll go look back like a week later. Yep. I went and looked back for two years back in, what are we, 2018, three years, 2015. Yep. And I was oh, reading yeah. what I was writing back then. I'm like, wow, personally, I've grown so much more and since then. That's awesome. And Crazy. I mean, I think, uh, and that's a good uh, idea right there, because I think uh, even in doing that, some people would think maybe talking to somebody professionally or th- like a therapist is yeah. a huge step. But I think yeah. in, in, in what you just said, even just an exercise like, yeah, having like a notebook like this, waking up every day, write whatever the hell's on your mind. Yeah. Just get it out there it just so it's there. And then maybe you can build up to talking to somebody or or what have you just, you know. I think the biggest uh, the thing to take away from this is like we're all just trying to learn a little bit more about ourselves every day. I yeah. think yeah. Um, is that's what I think. Yeah, um, I, I, that'd be the ultimate goal. Like what makes us tick? Like yeah. what makes me me? What makes you you? What makes you you? Like, right, right, right. Uh, you just want to learn about yourself. I mean, that's yeah. I think being successful to yourself uh, is the ultimate goal uh, in life. And uh, if you are able to manage that to some extent, I mean, everything around you will will ultimately be better but i mean again it's just these situations where you know you you have to make a 
a conscious effort to to, yeah. to try and better yourself in that a- aspect. And there's nothing wrong with saying you need help. No, no, with, not with at anything, all. Right, and I think that's a another like mi- like just misconception. Like you might seem weak or. You know, yeah, and just anything that has to do with like anything mental, it's like people think you have a crazy problem. Like it's just yeah. in, like you're immediately get the finger pointed at you and be like, oh man, I, or you feel it yourself, not even from other people. It's like yeah. if I come out with this or I, if I'm going to see somebody or talk to somebody like, hey, I have a drinking problem. Hey, I have this kind of problem or what have you. Then, I mean, you feel a little, I don't know, like fingers are being pointed at you. You probably feel a little bit more judged. And uh, I don't know. I just would like to get that out there in that space. Like, yo, it's okay. And hopefully, like, you just want to prevent all these problems from happening and and deal with stuff as it comes instead of building it up for years. Well, that's the biggest thing is is approaching things head on. Yeah. I mean, everybody tries to avoid it. It's even when I text you about this this running thing we're doing every month and then, you know, doing all this stuff. You know, I personally, I avoid things. Everybody procrastinates and it's yeah. trying to actually force yourself to go out and do something. Like yeah. I hate running. I, this is my least favorite thing in the world <laughs> to do. Too. Me Absolutely too. hate it. I <laughs> vow never ever to run the cabin trail relay ever again after yeah. last year. And my yeah. knee was done. I collapsed at the end, like yeah. shit like that. But I do it because it forces me to harden like my thought process, harden, harden my ability to just push through and just yeah. do it. Like I was laying on the couch one day last week and I'm like, man, I've been, you know, I haven't worked out in a month. I've been drinking in Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> came back and my booze free start working out again but then running 5k every day and my legs were done and i'm laying on the couch and i had like wood stove going so you get that nice ambiance oh, yeah. laying it's back comfy, yeah. and romantic, then i text yeah. tk and i'm like you know man i'm just gonna skip today he yeah, goes yeah. you better walk that 5k yeah like, motherfucker okay <laughs> headphones in and it was a snowstorm it was that big snowstorm i oh, ran down the road man. 5k in a snowstorm cars yeah. passed me with a reflective jacket on oh, blown in the bro. ditch twice yeah i, I walked a lot of it but i got back but and that's I finished the thing. that 5k and that was done and subconsciously Consciously, I completed that task. I you, it was huge. It. Yeah, huge. Just you. subconsciously doing little things like that. It doesn't have to yeah. be a run 5K. No. It could be get up and just write in a book or stretch in the morning. Like I constantly yeah. fight stretching in the morning. I Dude, go, ah, I don't need I, to do it today. And I go, wait, it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes max, yeah. and then it's done. Yes. You feel happy about it. That's why my that's my goal that I'm still tackling with is just kind of stretch every day. At Me least and you both do 10 minutes. Yeah, we challenge. talk about it. It's like, oh my God. It's just like, yeah. I mean, I for some reason, I just can't get that one going. Run 5K a day, I can seem to just be like, sure. But yeah. when it comes to like calming down, you know, stretching my leg, I just can't, for some reason, just can't dedicate 10 minutes to doing it. But I mean, I like well, what you said there. I mean, even if, um, yeah, I think find somebody if you're having troubles with like tackling a goal, find yeah. somebody to do it with. Yeah, it's um, big. Huge. You know, even just like a, like you said, there's like that, that little text message could help. Like, totally. just like, hey man, like you don't have to run it, just walk it, just do it. I don't care how you do it. Just, just some sort of encouragement it's always. Just helps. getting to that goal. It's like five k. Just do five k. It doesn't matter how you do it. Yeah, just do like it. Monday, but yeah. Monday, I ran the whole thing and I smoked my my best time. Yeah. Right? right. Tuesday. I walked, I ran 1K, I walked a little bit. Right. I ran another K, I walked a little you're bit. You're going to have the, your ups and downs. But yeah. just the fortitude of pushing through that thing, or when you're going to the gym and you have maybe a circuit you're doing and you get halfway through and you're like, Ugh, screw this, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave. Yeah. No, just stay there and just take time and do it. It might take you, if you're doing like a, what, AMRAP, as many rounds in per yeah. time or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Who cares about the time? Just finish the motion and get through all that stuff. And then mentally, you're you're growing a little stronger every time. Because every time you quit, it's just like a hit on your subconscious. I find that. Absolutely. Uh, For sure. Without doubt.
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's good. The support system is also super important. I think even if it's one other person, if you're going to do something like run 5K every, every day, yeah. then have someone else do it. Even if they're not doing it with you, that they're doing it. So someone is holding you accountable for it. Accountability so, is huge. What's that? I yeah, absolutely. For sure. But again, I think the biggest point is just to even... Just even try it and do it at your own pace. You don't, you know, Absolutely. just to just get started. And I mean, I think you've said it a couple times um, uh, when you're on your Instagram or what have you. Just yeah. like, you know, try and find at least one positive person. Ditch one, ditch one negative person <laughs> and replace that negative person with someone who uh, you're like, if you have some goals in mind, like yeah. try and surround yourself with people who are going to help you achieve th- such goals. You don't need people, just as long as you can find somebody. I'm yeah. always here. I, don't, I will take the random person to shoot me a message. I'll, I'll say anything to get you going. Yeah, I mean, I get people that message <laughs> I me. I don't care. I post that. It's it's true story. Uh, I think I posted, yeah, I posted that many times about the negative people thing. Yeah. That's, and you're constantly man. saying the, the, the messages or whatever, uh, the videos. And, I mean, I've reached out. Like, if anybody wants to come to the gym with me, yeah, come through the gym with me. You don't necessarily have to do my workout. No. As long as you're at the gym, yeah, then, the, like, the options are totally up to you. But, I mean, I think you did the hardest thing is just getting there and starting it. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not, we're not just trying to, say, do this for, for like, workouts. But, I mean, yeah. like, again, like, if you, oh, shoot, Titus. Oh, ah. man. I like how you called yourself out on it. <laughs> I got to be honest, man. You guys don't, We're getting fired up here. If you guys don't know, all of March, if anyone swears on the show, if we swear on the show, here we go. 10 push ups, 50 push up challenge. And, yeah, I uh, do 50 every 20, you do 50. Oh, no, here we go. You Folks, I'm 10. in a push up competition this Two, week if I didn't three, mention it. Four, five, six, six seven, eight. eight. Nah, there you damn. go. Atta boy. How do you feel now? See, you're accomplished. You feel accomplished. In full disclosure, his chest didn't hit the floor, yeah, folks. No. Go. Very good form. Very good form. <laughs> He's learned his lesson. Yeah. It's always somebody that gets hit every single day. Yeah, we only scaved through one day where neither one of us swore. We're almost there. We're almost, We're almost there. there. <laughs> hey, like, you feel accomplished now? You feel better? Yeah, I do. Yeah, there you go. See? But yeah, to, to my point, uh, yeah, just get started on whatever goal you have. Dude, I run into people at the gym all the time. They're like, man, I haven't been working out for three or four weeks. I just had to get here today. I'm like, man, you did the first step. You're here. Yeah. Now let's go. And they feel a million bucks when they leave. So agreed. Mm-hmm. Boo. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. And there we go. Nice little rant, guys. That was good. That I think was a good. little positive rant. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if you need to need a little motivation, hit any of us up. And uh, we're motivating. We will swear at you. Want to give a little shout out? A little shout out? Give everybody the addresses? Yes. Yeah, Might as well plug my own stuff over Hey, go here. for plug it. Plug your stuff, bro. Okay, go folks, for it. if you want to come down to Cape Breton, go camping, rent gear, do some river tubing, mm-hmm. uh, maybe paddle boarding. Give us a shout at Live Life Intense on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you want to listen in to myself and my ridiculous friends eat chips and drink every week and talk about the current going current goings on kind of mm-hmm. like this but a little more ridiculous because everybody gets drunk by the end that's <laughs> at pokey chips podcast where we challenge each other to weekly challenges like vegan week push-up week spend no money at the grocery store week just live off your cupboards for a week all kinds <laughs> oh, of stuff man. so uh yeah head over at pokey chips podcast yeah. fire it up yeah i like check how you do the guys. i like check how you out. do the the weekly challenge we, we we just do the monthlies here. We're trying to do a yeah. pause. It's like we did a vest week where we had to only wear a vest for a week, which is ridiculous. And <laughs> I was in a chainsaw and snow coming down trying to cut trees in a vest. Oh, my God. But uh, other than that, it's been all positive stuff. It's good. So, yeah. No, I like it. I like good, stuff good. like that. Yeah, check that out, guys. Yeah. Is that it? 
I think that that's uh, it. That was a pretty good show. That's not bad, right? That's nice. That wasn't too bad. Lee stopping by is we always a good thing. Got a little, Thank you, bro. Little, little depressing with all the stuff, and then we picked it up at the end. Yeah, but exactly. A positive message came out of the end. Exactly. So, that's what go. I mean. We, we we took you on a little ride. We brought you down here. <laughs> Emotional roller coaster. Yeah, and. We, Try and leave you on the, the incline, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we do on Talking Trends Monday to Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, yep. we do this. We appreciate your time. Uh, Want to find us? Just go to wetalkingtrends.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Everywhere we're on iTunes as well. Yep. Um, search that up. Listen if you missed the, the visual version. Both are pleasant. And, uh, oh, yeah, you know what I forgot to do? What I realized we we're going to try and start doing on today of Oh yeah, the in history. Today in history. Today in history. Did you get one for today? I got two oh, things. There you go. Today in history. What March happened? 21st, yes. 1980. Tony was 42. <laughs> <laughs> um wow. on, on the TV show Dallas, JR yeah. was shot that famous uh I never watched it cuz that was before my time. I did watch it. Yeah, no. You do, you My did parents didn't. probably should never let me watch that show because no. it wasn't really appropriate. Well, that was a crazy thing. Like, who shot JR, right? That it was, was like huge. Huge. And I think it's like still kind of like a cult. Still big. Still people trying to figure out who did it. So that was 1980. That was 1980. And March 21st in the year 2000, Lee's favorite album, NSYNC released their fourth studio album, No Strings Attached. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Came there out. There you go. It's a good, it's a good year. We're going to start a boy band. Yeah, we're gonna start right here. We start it, uh, but that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. If there's something we didn't talk about or we missed, uh, please send in a new story. We've uh, shouts. I actually shout out to everybody who does continue to do this. Uh, you make the show appreciate it, and we respect you and your time. And have a nice evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we'll be back again tomorrow. Thank you, Lee, for joining us again. Cheers, today. thanks for having me on. Much appreciated. Go check out everything that he was talking about earlier, the podcast and all that. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope to see you. Five o'clock. Tune in. Let's go.